Welcome Hi. to Opinions with Miles and Jorge. <laughs> I love our little countdown. That's my favorite part. Guys, we're like, we've been using what? this new platform called Podcastle, and it's so professional. Like, we really are feeling ourselves. <laughs> Wait, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> I'm drinking chocolate milk. I feel like such are an you? adult. Ooh, wait, why? That's very yeah. childish. That's not adult. <laughs> drinking chocolate milk? I, I wouldn't like call that like... Because I'm just drinking it randomly. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, that, I feel like that's a, chi- know, like... a child's drink. <laughs> yeah, but like with Aiden, he can only drink chocolate milk with his meals. But like uh-huh. as an adult, you drink chocolate milk whenever they're like, whenever you want. Ooh. Girl, so, yeah. you know. But anyways... Is, is it um what's Welcome the like podcast wait what's the milk brand out there is it the, the cow with the star i don't know we have we order our milk from a local farm here in colorado <laughs> oh really <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wow red she said i don't know what y'all drink over there with your hendrickson <laughs> or whatever the fuck it's called <laughs> listen i love a good local sh- well, we I, do I don't like know dairy, but I do love a... Oh, nice. That is gorgeous. And you do that with eggs, too. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, we do it with eggs, milk, um, bacon, and bread. Wow. And hot dogs. And yeah. Miles is, like, doing her own garden in her house. Miles has this beautiful home in Colorado. And she lives the life. That sounds amazing. I would do all of that I, if I lived out there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start growing lettuce and Ooh. strawberries and onions. And so we'll see how that goes. Ooh! So, now she's really gonna yeah, be with I'm her excited. oils and fruits and berries, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Eating eucalyptus. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, yes. Anyways, welcome to the podcast where we have no idea what we're going to talk about, but yeah, we know we're it's just already gonna... starting off chaotic. I know, <laughs> really but none is, of us have taken a it. shit yet. That's no, that's. Really <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> You're so funny. Um, so you went to First Friday last night. How was that? Oh yeah, I went to this festival here in Vegas called First Friday. It's like a foodie festival. Um, but it was too fucking hot. So literally like 10 minutes in, we walked into the garden. It was honestly so chaotic. I told you I took a shuttle. So it used to be like this very small carnival that would happen on the first Friday of every month in Las Vegas, uh, downtown Las Vegas. And very it's artsy. not the safe it's not the safest side of town. So like my memories of it growing up are like yeah. being scared that my car was gonna get stolen. <laughs> but they like have yes. updated it and, and gentrified <laughs> it, and now it's like um very foodie fest vibes and they have a shuttle that goes to like the place where we took it? that they didn't move it it just like expanded like across the street like it just became bigger oh. like it went into it's like all the way up to like by circa now kind of like where circa the new hotel is oh wow yeah it's gotten really big and we took a shuttle in and the shuttle had no ac and then there was like no schedule of the shuttle had no ac 
yeah and there was no schedule of like how often the shuttle came so we were just like waiting there and then we decided to walk to this other stop because it never came there and then we went to this other stop that was nearby and that then we found the the shuttle or whatever and then it like was no ac terrible ride um but then once we got there the food is better i just think as a local who like grew up just like parking in one of the neighborhoods around first friday i'm gonna go back to that i don't see the need to take a fucking shuttle to fucking charleston and nellis or whatever the fuck <laughs> i got time for that i mean y'all could do it and you know what it was six dollars and i'm sure i'll pay more for parking but i would just rather pay for my convenience <laughs> than six dollars for a 40 minute bus ride or whatever the fuck into it so, yeah. that's crazy it was pretty wild the, i crazy. didn't like that yeah, aspect i, I remember <clears throat> yeah mm-hmm. and then walking back we had to walk back because the shuttle stopped at 10 p.m. and we didn't leave till like 11 at night because we went to Fremont after two and the bus had stopped so we had to walk back to the shuttle like stop where our cars were and it was so scary for no reason I was like "Ah, ah." oh and we went into the garden and I walked on stage accidentally on the way to the bathroom and this drag queen got fucking pissed at me and she was like don't walk across the stage while I'm fucking performing what the fuck she was like now I have to be chowing it was so funny i pissed her off child this is why i don't go out <laughs> holy cow holy buckets that sounds, that sounds so chaotic i remember the last i mean i used to go to first friday and i just remember it being like very very artsy and like going into the art museums that were open um yes. and then going into like the boutiques that they had open and looking at like the different boutiques that they had set up with like um, a lot of vintage shops. I loved going into those. Yeah, it was more like um, Manitou in Colorado. Like it was more that vibe, I feel like. But like also with music. with No, no, no. I'm saying like before, before now, like before it became Uh what it is now, it was more like local shops and like really chill and then just really weird like I remember like dancing to like a really weird DJ set there like a long time ago. Yeah, it feels really grungy. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was super, very like I mean, that's the first Friday that I used to go to. Grungy and like I know. <laughs> You're so silly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um I was so before we started recording, I was smoking a joint and I was drinking chocolate milk with my joint and I don't think I've ever that sounds disgusting. Had I'm sorry. Smoking. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that I was like, I feel like Jorge's gonna think drinking chocolate milk and smoking is disgusting. I'm not I okay like, with but I that. I wonder what he drinks. Because <laughs> you know, when you smoke weed and drink something, like it leaves like a nasty taste. Like it's not a nasty taste, but it combines the taste of what you're drinking or eating with weed, and it just often does not taste good. And chocolate milk would just taste terrible <laughs> with weed. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, usually I just drink like water. It's usually just like some type like water or game. I love. But I, love I was drinking coffee chocolate and milk, weed. and I was like coffee and weed i love like a cold brew like a vanilla cold brew like a toffee nut cold brew and Mm -hmm. a joint in the morning that's my shit 
That is so crazy. I don't think I've ever had that before. (laughs) But those are notes that like go together, you know, like weed and like cocoa beans or whatever. Like that's, it's the taste combination. Like chocolate milk and weed (laughs) do not, are not in the same light. (laughs) That's like, that's like dipping your celery into chocolate milk. Like it just like does not make sense. No, I don't think so. Okay. Whatever, obviously, I knew I was going to be right. I knew you were going to have something to say about it. But I just thought, like, uh-uh. I mean, I'm sure you're vegan. Combo. I'm sure your vegan milk is lovely, but <laughs> not, with my, <laughs> not with my joint. Uh-uh, don't bring that over here. <laughs> you're so funny. Oh, my gosh. Um, so what have you been listening to this week? Um. Oh my God! You know what I've been loving is Summer Walker's um EP, which I sent to you, and you said you didn't like it that much. I have been obsessed. I cannot. I'm not a Summer. I mean, come on. Um, me either. (laughs) I think that when you sent it to me, I listened to the her EP, and I told you I liked the music behind her voice. Like I liked the beats. (laughs) and here she go i like yeah i just didn't like i don't know i feel like i can't not that i can relate to anybody that (laughs) i listen to in music wise but like with her she really does try and tell a story and it's just not for me sometimes really that's so crazy i just like really i don't i wouldn't say i'm a huge fan of hers but i this EP in particular for me really stood out. I kind of agree. I have her songs yeah. in general. I don't really like. I like CPR a lot before this. And then there's like a 2 a.m. song or a 12 a.m. or something. And yeah, this EP in particular, though, I really enjoyed it. Solange, Steve Lacey actually produced the last song, which is just her talking. So it's weird yeah. that they're like listed as the producer. That's what I'm I just saying. Wanna know. Like, I'm not... <laughs> I mean, that sounds cool, though. I want to know the story behind that. Like, why were they listed? As, or why did you guys go so hard on, like, a monologue, you know? Or were they there throughout the whole thing? Because it feels very solange yeah. to me. I don't know. Especially Mind Your Mouth sounds very solange And then uh, um, the next song after that, which is produced by Jay Versace, that sounds very Erica Badu. So it's very, like, inspired by other things, I feel like. It doesn't sound like usual Summer Walker. Mm-hmm. That's why I like it. I think and I love when artists do stuff like that like yeah. I feel like Tuvalu or Tough Low is doing that right now she's like hella going a different <laughs> yeah. route and I love she's changing like up that. yeah she's changing her sound yeah she's changing her sound see with you I think from what you just explained like you've listened to other Summer Walker stuff so you know like this sound for her is something different and you can yeah. appreciate that but I'm not like I've never really been a Summer Walker fan or like really listen to any of her older stuff. So I don't appreciate it as much as you do. But I like I said, because you when you sent it to me, it had Steve Lacey and Solange yeah. mixed in there. I was like, OK, well, I know I'm going to love the musicality of it all, but not. Yeah. I will often listen to songs because of producer credits. Like, I'll often be like, oh, so-and-so worked on this song, so I'm probably going to listen to it. Like, um, that happened to me with, like, Mac Miller. Like, I wasn't really a Mac Miller fan, but then he started working with, like, Pomo and, um, oh, also Mm R.I.P. Mac Miller. Um, He started working with Pomo and, like, uh, Kate Trinata and, like, uh, just really cool people. And I was like, oh, this is great. I'm going to listen to this. And Little Dragon. He has a song with Little Dragon. 
he has multiple songs with Little Dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, which is crazy. Ugh, where he'd be musically if he was still with us. Um, what have you been listening to? But speaking to? of Kate Trinata, I've been listening. <laughs> oh. I've been oh, listening sorry. more and more into that um, Amin album that Kate Trinata did. Yes. I How think do it's you pronounce that? Amin. I think it's Amine. I believe Amine? I I heard him okay. say that on on um because they have a side group together called Ketramine, and so I think mm. it's Amine because it's like their name mixed together or whatever. Oh, okay. So I've been listening to that album nonstop, but then I listened to when I was at the gym. I listened to uh, their interview with Zane Lowe. Ooh, is it, is it Zane Lowe? Yeah, What's from Apple name? Music. Yeah. Okay. From- I never. Yeah, Zane Lowe. I always feel like I'm gonna get his last name. <laughs> That's I know. probably not even how you pronounce it, but I feel like you're right. No, I feel like I've listened. He probably said it on the show. <laughs> okay. I think it's like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, he did an interview with them together, and I thought it was really, really good. Um, I have a feeling listening to the whole interview, I have a feeling that they're gonna tour this album. Oh. They wouldn't tell him yes or no. It's but, straight hip hop and I love it. Like it's like yeah, just it's rap so music. Good. There's a couple like like gay songs on there, but yeah. it's straight like sexy male rap music and I love yes. it. I'm like, oh, and in this, the, this is a man, honey. I get horny. Yeah. <laughs> I want to fuck in both the interview, of them. You're so crazy. In the interview, Katrinon actually said something that I didn't really realize until he like said it was that he is a rap producer fitting into that electronic space, but he'll always have been like a rap producer first. And that was his first love was rap. And I Mm. never really thought about it like that. Like he's taking his rap beats and putting them into the electronic space and existing Mm. in that space, which I thought was really interesting when he was talking about it. But something that was so funny to me that Zane Lowe said, and I think that you would agree, he said, because he was talking about how, like, you don't hear Keishinato on the radio. Mm-hmm. And because you don't hear anybody we listen to, I don't think, on the radio. On the radio. Who <laughs> listens to the radio? radio <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> right? <laughs> I hope, please, people, if you're out there, please do not listen to the radio. I, le- I think everyone's streaming now. But just if there are any people yeah, but- souls out there. <laughs> Saint Lo said <laughs> he said radio does he was talking about um he's like what radio does in terms of micromanaging a small playlist to a maximum amount of unengaged music fans. He's like, that's what radio hmm. is today. And I thought that was funny because whenever I listen to the radio, I'm not engaged. I'm like trying hmm. to find something or I'm on the phone. Like hmm. I'm not yeah. usually listening to what's going on on the radio and then the small playlist thing it's like i have listened to a radio station for a whole day and they just replay the same songs over and, and over. over and over again yeah it's ridiculous you can hear um that sam smith song with kim petra what the song is that uh unholy unholy you could hear that song on the radio like 20 times in a day it's, 
<laughs> Shut your ass up. No, I'm just kidding. I hear you getting it so many times. But, I mean, I, I, I totally like, get damn. it, though. I love that he brought up unengaged listeners because I think a lot of people are unengaged when they're listening to music and they don't really, a lot of people just don't pay attention to music. So I, I honestly, as a legit music fan, like I'm like, sometimes I'm just really like, y'all just listen to whatever. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I go to a lot never... of events a lot too with um, <clears throat> the cotton candy girl and it's literally the same songs. Like the people are like, yeah, we need music. So let's just play like the top 100. And I'm like, can, I mean, I, that's fine. But if that's all you listen to and you don't really reach out to like these niche artists, then I might not want to go to yeah. a show with you. You know, I might not want to like, you know, yeah. be in the car singing with you. So go away. <laughs> 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 I think that like I always fear I don't know why this is a fear because I know it'll like literally never happen but if somebody were to throw me like a surprise party and hire a DJ I would my first question would be like did this DJ speak to Jorge like does this DJ know what I like <laughs> because be is this pissed. DJ just if not Jorge did... why would I not just <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> just <laughs> Did I should Who's I have that? just called Where's Jorge to be here? <laughs> Girl. I went to one wedding. Because... I went to one wedding where the music was popping off and it was lit. Anyway, continue. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like I would be I feel like that's a fear of mine. Like somebody didn't take the time to either send types Customize of music that I like to this DJ. Yeah, because if you're throwing me a party At and you're playing like the same shit I can hear on the radio, I'm going to be so mad. Yeah. So mad. Well, if you just didn't ask me, like, what are the last songs? Like, what do you want to hear? You know, like, at least, bitch. What if I want to hear B-A-N-A-N-A-S a <laughs> hundred times? <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Shit. <laughs> I pay for this. Oh I'm just kidding. God. I mean, some people just legit don't <laughs> care. We're very picky people here. So these are also just we our are. thoughts. <laughs> these are just our <laughs> thoughts. I don't think anybody <laughs> thinks about it that deep. But I do agree. <laughs> I do I agree. would think about it that deep. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree. You should at least be able to listen to like if you have a favorite artist and they all of a sudden just start doing like male hip-hop rap music you should at least be able to be like let me listen to this and see if i like it and guess what mm -hmm. i liked the k tramine album a lot and it was different mm -hmm. than his usual queer black like 2000s janet jackson vibes and i'm mm -hmm. here for it and i like it i like queer people going into hyper-masculine spaces because that's just yeah. the reality. Some of us are just butch queens like Kei Trinata, his fine ass. <laughs> I know, right? I love when, he, when he did some <laughs> when he produced um, Joyce's Joyce Rice, some of his her songs. Oh my god, yes. So good. That shit was so good. He will work so with everybody. I'm like, I yes. Know. I love like, you that. You get a fave, and then they work with Katrinata. Like you know what I mean. Like it's I like know. you find yeah. a you find an R and B girlies, and then they work with Katrinata. Like Caliucci's, Joyce Rice, yeah. um, Shanae Harnett. Uh, 
Uh, you know the one person I could feel like Catronado saying like, "No, I won't work with you." And I don't know why this just came to mind, but like, uh, <clears throat> I feel like Catronado would say no. <laughs> <laughs> she got. <laughs> I feel like Catronado would say no to Dua Lipa. <laughs> no, they've already worked together, Miles. Have they? <laughs> Yes, he did a Dua well, Lipa remix. Well, he should have said no. On... Oh! <laughs> See, I told y'all it would be shady. Okay, so next time, I'm shady. Uh, y'all could put that one. See, she's shady too, bitch. Cajunata <laughs> and Dua Lipa. Yeah, didn't he do... Oh, he did Kalala Don't Start album? Now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He had a on a Club Future Nostalgia, which... Excuse you. I'm sorry. Dua Lipa is... Oh! Oh, she's playing the song. I don't know. I guess Miles got okay, the budget wait, hold on. <laughs> to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> and we talking shit, and then I play the song. <laughs> My God. Why do you hate Dua Lipa? See? <laughs> I don't. It feels a little pointed, but you know, she is, I'm not going to lie to you. She is a little pop girl basic, but she has, again, one of those artists that has worked with cool people that I'm like, I like, yeah. like she worked with greats, even on her first album. Greats is a really cool DJ. I don't know. And she dated SG Lewis's, oh God, this is like tea. She dated SG Lewis's, no, she was best friends with SG Lewis's ex-girlfriend. And that's how she like blended into like house music or whatever mm. and then she got introduced i don't know if this is exactly how it happened but after that she worked with grades and like cool ass djs like young franco um purple disco machine dom dalla like um then she re-released club future nostalgia with like all these remixes she's cool okay i love her okay. and i like her blonde Okay, anyway, how does this turn now? into a Dua Lipa stan account? I don't know. Turn into a Dua Lipa rant. Wait, but... what else have you been listening to? <laughs> <laughs> or what else do you want to talk about? Um, what else? Uh, dang it, I had something God. else. Can we talk about honey mustard? It's so important. Ew, honey mustard is disgusting what you don't like honey mustard like on no i don't like honey mustard ew Uh, no i hate honey mustard oh you oh right miles hates mustard i forgot about this i hate mustard you do hate mustard yeah you do hate mustard i uh went to miles's house last time i was in colorado I literally, like, the first thing we did when we got there was cook chicharron de pescado because, you know, I'm Peruvian, so we be cooking. <laughs> and I put mustard because chicharron de pescado is, like, basically deep-fried fish. It's, like, um just deep-fried fish. Yeah, sorry. And I put mustard. It, like, does take mustard and soy sauce as, like, the seasoning. And it mm. is pretty weird. That's a pretty weird mix. So yeah, I get it. But I Miles was, was like, um, very I worried. fucking hate mustard. And I was like, oh my god, girl. This whole thing is covered in mustard. <laughs> After he covers it all in mustard, I was like... I was like, 
Bitch, or hair stuff seasoning. Hate I was like, this is gonna. <laughs> but be you so liked it? Did you genuinely like, like is... it? No, I loved it, which is crazy because I okay. never. I don't put mustard on anything. I hate it. It's, the <laughs> smell of it makes me gag. It's disgusting. I feel like but, the soy sauce cancels out the taste and like the garlic and stuff. I think so I so. get it. I think, I think you just so. don't like like when shit just like dipped in mustard, which is so crazy. Yeah, that's how I feel about mayonnaise. Though, so I get it. <laughs> yeah, no, and I don't like mayonnaise on the the um their own either. Like the mayonnaise spread, it has to be like a yeah, aioli based in. or like a sriracha, yeah. honey mayo or something like that. But yeah. Yeah, no. But the what what you made was so fucking good. Yeah, we cooked some bomb ass food and I left your house smelling like fish for three days, which is just, you know, it Peruvian like life. Fish for like two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. that's just kind of Peruvian like life. For a really long time. <laughs> Hi, we smell like fish. We are fish, darling. Fish, fish. <laughs> <laughs> We're so serving crazy. fish. Speaking of fish, I watched um, RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> oh, okay. Should we do our RuPaul's Drag Race segment? Come on, segue. Uh, yeah, let's um, switch it up. What did you think? Uh, oh, you watched it? Okay, were you not upset yeah. that Heidi left? I was so upset. I was upset that Heidi That's why I'm asking you. Like, that's why you said I was you were going to watch the wall when you texted I was, me. I was so upset I cried. <laughs> I'm so I dramatic. She I can't believe she left. I cannot believe she fucking left. Just gotta go. Sorry. <laughs> I thought she was joking. Like, I thought she might come back. I thought when they went and showed them, like, consoling her, um, when Appar- Candy used over she's, to her. Apparently she's saying what happened on the Patreon. You have to pay $5, which I just might. And she's not posting any of her looks anymore because she can't do the fame games. I'm done. Damn. I feel like Heidi easily could have been top four. I easily. feel like she would have made it up. Heidi. There. Is that why, um, is that why, uh, what's Kahana. her name? When I told you, no, not Kahana, um, the Jimbo. winner, the other weird girl from Denver. She's not on the show. I sent oh, you the article her. where she spoke out. Oh, Evie. No. Evie Oddly. Why is yeah, that, that why Evie Oddly said what she said? Because she was upset. Um, upset w- at what? Does she? I Evie Oddly said she didn't get Remember? paid, which was crazy. I was like, what? She, it's coming oh, out, girl. Because in the article, she was saying like she didn't agree with the storyline. Yeah, and, but that um, was no, that was before this episode aired, right? Yeah, or did yeah. I read that on Friday? That was before the episode aired. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, okay. It, it I thought she might have been like upset about how this episode happened. Um, no, I think she was talking about all winners. Evie was talking about all winners. Mm-hmm. Hi- Heidi, um, is on a uh, All Stars Eight. <laughs> no, I'm not confused about the two. I'm saying I thought Evie was <laughs> upset talking about, about Heidi. Heidi going home, maybe because I she was, was saying she didn't like the storyline. I feel like it's a little ungrateful, but, you know, I don't do drag, so let me just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm like... I don't know. Like, I think... I, would I you just leave like, if Heidi... you were stressed out at a competition, which, like, you should, in a way, be prepared for, like, a hot fucking mess, you know? I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know. Heidi said that I had read that Heidi said she had a lot going on at home before she came to the show and that the last interaction she had with her family, one of them was like pointing a gun at one of the other of her family members. And then she just Uh, came on the show. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And so then I thought, you know, okay, so she's probably like stressed out because she said she has a lot going on in her personal life on the show. Damn. I didn't see any of this. What? Miles got the tea, honey. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, did you feel like Jimbo should have won? I feel like it's it was right. I did not like Jennifer Coolidge. People keep pushing James on me. James Manscaped. I, out of all of them, yeah, Jimbo was the winner. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't too. know about James, Jennifer Coolidge. Like, she was funny, I guess, but I, I love Jimbo's think it was right. weird. Like, I did not think James's Jennifer Coolidge was right. The wig was Jennifer always has a ruggedness to her. There's a little bit of a ruggedness. Yeah, that's true. It's she a little... always looks like she just had sex. Oh, oh yes, that's so true. I yeah. was gonna say just woke up from a Percocet nap, but like also that, <laughs> <laughs> also that, like drugs very that. and sex. Yeah, I'd be looking drugs and sex. Girl, I'd be looking dusted after having sex. Just (gasps) crazy, crazy Crazy girl. But yeah, I just thought she did say one funny joke when she was like, Rue was like, when can I see your white lotus? She goes, well, that's for after the show, Rue. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Did you like the guy's jacket that I told you about? Roger, the first bachelorette on Snatch Game? The puffer that he was wearing? Yeah, did you like it? I thought it was cute. He just looked hot. Like He was, he was wearing, hot. Like, it looked like a snowsuit. He was hot. Who is he? I don't know. Apparently they like play... Well, the Asian guy is the guy from SNL. He's no, I know funny. who... Yeah, I, I know They who, like um, play... They shit, play Married name? on a show or whatever. Eon Wang or they something. They play a married oh, couple fuck. on a show? Yeah. What's his name? I can't remember. (laughs) Um, SNL Snatch Game. Oh my god. Bowen. Bowen Yang. Bowen Yang. I said Ewan. Ewan Yang, honey. My god. No, that's what I want tonight. Ewan Yang. I'm <laughs> You're going to hell. <laughs> I am going to hell. Jesus Christ. We're going to have to edit that. <laughs> Maddie Healy is getting canceled for that right now. <laughs> 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 My God! Ooh, well, I'm well. I I mean, I said Wang, which is like a lingo for a dick, which is what I was insinuating. I want some dick. (laughs) (laughs) Also, speaking of dick, I went to get tested yesterday. Got tested, guys. (laughs) Um, but the the clinician. Gave me, can I show you? Hold on. 
He's getting all those sex toys that he got at the clinic, y'all. So That's a lot of condoms. The clinician gave me all these fucking condoms. Like, at first I was like, oh my, oh my god, gosh. thank you so much. First of all, I got a brown paper bag. He gave me female condoms. Not even, like, the brand of, like, the clinic or whatever. Like, straight up store-bought <laughs> female what condoms. What is a female condom? You don't know what a female condom is? I just learned I about these things, too. I have never used a female condom before. I don't it even just... know what that looks like. It just goes in your vagina. It's a straight up condom that goes in your vagina. Inside. And then is it deflated it like a normal condom? Like... Or is it inflated? Yes. <laughs> Why would it be inflated? <laughs> so I have to take my fingers and stick it in the condom and then stick my fingers up my vagina. Yes. And then it's supposed to suction that... to the walls. Look at the infograph. I can't see your screen is kind of blurry, but um, how is the man supposed to know that we're actually not pushing it further into my vagina and that his penis is actually going into the condom that's already inside my vagina? I guess that's true. I think it just, yeah, because if he's going to town, honey, it might just go all the way in, honey. (laughs) I don't understand. I'm going to have to get this from the store and Dylan and I are going to have to, Dylan and I are going to have to try it out. (laughs) Please do. Not us saying we're going to have to try a condom. (laughs) Wait, let me get the whole bag. (laughs) Wait, are there sizes? Because I got a big pussy. (laughs) I call Miles big pussy. (laughs) I got that from T.S. Madison though. (sighs) She, her friend Chi yeah. calls her Big Pussy. She just picks up the phone and she's like, "Hey, Big Pussy." <laughs> <sighs> um. Okay. And then I got these things called anal dams. So it's basically a big sheeted flat condom. So just picture a laid out condom into like the, just a sheet of paper. <laughs> okay, like a fruit roll up rolled out. <laughs> basically like just a condom just but in that material but just laid out so just the latex laid out and right. you just put it over the ass or the pussy that you're about to eat right <laughs> and then you just go to town with your tongue does it flavorful does it have a taste it is, it is flavorful this one's great flavor this one looks like a bag over your face with... <laughs> like that got a shit ton of fucking sex protected <laughs> but did i demonstrate it the right way is that what it means your face, like? cr- your face was purposely crazy <laughs> don't even try to act like you 
you were professionally <laughs> playing. <laughs> oh my gosh. What oh my a god, mess. I need a second. <laughs> you are so crazy. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> oh Lord! So you know I'm not gonna funny. be able to stop laughing. About it. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! <laughs> <coughs> oh my God! Okay, but no, yeah, <clears throat> that was the clinic bag. Um, yeah, I was happy that he gave me all of that, honestly. I was, like, very grateful. But I just didn't see yeah. anybody else with a brown paper bag walking out. <laughs> also, I want to point out, I love that they still gave you pussy condoms. They were like, just in case he's yeah. not full gay. Like... <laughs> oh, no, they ask that... They ask if you're a strict bottom when you have sex. When you go, it's pretty intrusive. But it's really? nice to go to, like, a gay clinic because they understand, honestly, yeah. over a straight clinic all day. And these people are free with my insurance, so it's nice. But uh, mm-hmm. I think it's because of that, because it's a lot more common for um, strict bottoms to uh, get STDs and HIV. So, mm-hmm. like, they do ask, <clears throat> they do, they might take more care with, like, people who say that. Or also, I'm mm-hmm. a fucking slut, so I get it. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> Give them to me, because I'm going to need them. You're so funny. <laughs> I was thankful, but also just kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> you think I'm a slut? Okay. You're right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but You're yeah, so funny. It's cool. Get tested. A lot of people don't, and straight people do not get tested. Um. Yeah. I mean, Period. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you'd have to ask like the people you work with that you tested. Because, you know, a lot of people don't talk about that unless you're in your, like, your friend group. So It's so I mean, taboo. There could be some straight people out there who religiously get tested, especially sleeping around. I would hope a lot of yeah. people get tested. I think that yeah. if I was so single, I would get tested. Yeah, it's true. Just like normalize talking about sex and shit because Mm -hmm. we all do it and it's just whatever and we need to just be smart about it too yeah seriously (laughs) because it's nasty and if you have a partner i think you're probably safe like a long-term partner and you guys are monogamous i think you're fine but if you're you know sleeping around just be smart about it and for all those polyamorous people out there yeah for sure at this point i'm going to be covered in latex the next time I hook up with someone, like they gave me so much goddamn Honestly. tools. So come in on, the picture pissy. that you sent to me, yeah, in the picture that you sent to me, I didn't know that they made um, ribbed condoms. I didn't know that. There's like a nice There's... packaged one too. Yeah, that's the one, and it's like ribbed. I didn't know that condoms came like that. So that's pretty interesting. You didn't know condoms came ribbed? No. I've been married for nine years. We do not. Miles, condoms have come ripped since, uh, like the nineties. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Did you never use condoms in high school? <laughs> Cause you was like too. No, I'm just kidding. 
I plead the fifth. <laughs> I don't have Not- nothing to say back to that. <laughs> but yeah. Nothing to say. Sex positivity, yeah. So anyway. Yes. Oh, you know what else cool is happening in music? Um, hmm. Disclosure's Settle album is 10 years old, like, today or tomorrow or, like, the day a day ago. And they're re-releasing mm-hmm. it with, like, new songs. Well, not new songs. They're just songs that haven't been on those, on that album before or whatever from that time period. But, yeah, it's 10 years what? old. Settle what is are 10 they years dropping old. it? I think it's already dropped what? or, like, I think it's on pre-order. Let's see. I love Disclosure. Because of you, I love Disclosure. I did not know who Disclosure was until, like, <clears throat> we became close, close friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I started listening to Disclosure. My mom really likes Disclosure. Yeah, it's crazy that it's 10 years old. I remember the last time I dated someone, they gave me, and this was a long time ago, because I don't f- officially claim anyone. You. Uh, I do haul around, so shut up, Miles. Uh, and he got me <laughs> the Settle album, like, on CD, because early 2000s mm. kids. It was, like, 2013. Oh, it was, like, 2013. It was 2013. That's crazy. Yeah. I started listening to Disclosure 2012, so, yeah, it's been 10 years. It's crazy. That is insane. Yeah, man. That's how I discovered Jesse Ware, Sam Smith, Sinead That's Hartnett. how I discovered Sam Smith with Latch. I think Latch was the first song I had ever heard from Disclosure because you sent it to me. Same. We didn't send Same. it to me, but like, I think you were the one to tell me about it. And then I listened to it and I was like, what yeah, the heck? this yeah. is so good. So. No, yeah. Latch was like early Disclosure. Y'all don't realize that's an old ass song at this point. Like, Latch is an old-ass song. Like, as a Disclosure mm-hmm. fan, it feels really and repetitive to hear it at every single show, just because people love it. But it is really I know, because that's... But personally, that's not even the best song off of that album. Latch, personally. the best song for me, personally, the best song for me off of that album is Help Me Lose My Mind. Oh that, my God, with London Grammar. Is the best song. They yes. showed me who London Grammar was, Jamie Woon. They had the lead singer of this band called Friendly Fires called Edward McFarlane. He did Defeated No More on it. That's how I learned of Aluna George, bro. Like, these are forever. Mm-hmm. This is probably one of my favorite albums of all times. Absolutely. And I have so many it's versions of this album. album. I'm like, I'm tired at this point. I've had every version of this <laughs> album that I don't know that I'll buy this 10 year. <laughs> but I'll see. It's $45. <laughs> you should just to complete the look. Just to I complete know. it. I, prob- I probably will. That was one album I got on like Record Store Day. Like Disclosure is like a deep cut for me now at this point. They're like a part mm. of me. Uh-huh. I'm kind of jealous of like those kids out there who are just now figuring out who Disclosure is and like I hope that they go back and like they're looking at they listen like they're going to be listening to Settle for the first time yeah and I can't imagine what it would feel like to listen to Settle right now for the first time and realize like when this came out I wish I was yeah that's an interesting thought that'd be cute (laughs) I just think 
I think it would be exciting. I know, like, I would be excited. I'm just talking about, like, the feeling, that serotonin yeah. feeling of, like, oh, my gosh, Absolutely. this is so <laughs> I love showing people disclosure. <laughs> I remember I went to a disclosure show at Brooklyn Bowl here, and I was being so annoying because, <laughs> oh, shit, because 2013 Jorge at a show was annoying as fuck. Um, and was screaming. <laughs> I was like annoying these this couple next to me visibly was like annoyed at me being loud and it was like me and a couple other friends and um, after the show I went crazy of course the guy walked up to me and said I'm sorry I was being such a dick like I realize now why like you were going so hard and I was like you don't understand like how much I fucking love these guys like this music to me is like crazy as fuck to hear in a place like this and i love the sound and like the raviness but still like the mm. structured of it all like it's so good at this point i've seen disclosure probably over 20 times at this point in my that's life that's crazy that's it's crazy. insane how many how obsessed i have been with these boys and i snuck in backstage at this one show once uh, at daylight uh at mandalay bay and I went for a high five and Howard did not fucking high five me. He was rude as fuck. <laughs> but I was like, I love you. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. You're so crazy. That's okay. You can ignore me. That's fine. Go ahead. You were so crazy. That's hilarious. Yeah, no, I really like them. Yeah. They're no. on the um they're not performing, obviously, because if I was gonna go see Disclosure Live, I would have told you already, but that flyer that I sent you the other day at that um, event that I'm going to in July that I have to prepare to go to. Oh. <laughs> so, so guys, so I found this um, flyer on Instagram. It came up on Instagram and it's a show um, at a club in Denver and it had like Tyler, they said they're going to play Kei Trinata, Tyler the Creator. Oh, yeah. um, the I think it's party. a disclosure on there. Yeah, and so I sent that to Jorge and he made fun of me because the show is not until like July. Oh my God. <laughs> that shit was show, so funny. It's like a DJ set. <laughs> 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 I didn't realize that. I'm like, so I bought the ticket. I bought the ticket on June 2nd and the show is July 28th. And it's not technically like a show. It's just a club playing this type of music, this like themed music. Um, so I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> it was just funny the length oh, yeah. the amount of time that you had like planned out just to go out <laughs> i'm like mm -hmm. that's me i went out last night and i'm like y'all will not see me on fremont again for like probably five years <laughs> <laughs> you're so silly you know i try to go this is so frugal of me but i went to this new bar downtown it was called we all scream and they tried to charge me twenty dollars to go in twenty dollars to go into east uh, fremont 40 foot 40 by 40 bar with a backyard wait, and y'all charging twenty dollars yesterday twenty dollars to get in $20 cover girl. I said $20. I walked out and we said, you know what? Let's just go to Corduroy. Shaw went to Corduroy, went to the Griffin. We went to Inspire. The best places. Listen, don't come places. into downtown Vegas with this fucking little gentrified attitude because y'all gonna close just the way Beauty Bar did. <laughs> we can't have $20 there now. 
I would never. I would yeah. never pay to get because if you if they're charging twenty dollars to get in, how much are the drinks? Exactly. We were there like, for we were there for first Fridays, but we went after it was maybe like nine thirty. These fuckers were charging twenty dollars. I was like, that's what you charge at like one a.m. when you're packed. Like y'all are slow. Get people mm-hmm. in here. That's why y'all close. That is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. I would never pay to get in. That's. I think that's one did of the reasons ever, I don't go to like clubs. Did you clubs. ever go to beauty bar? You never went East Fremont, right? Or you I did? have. You have. Okay. I have. Did no, you ever I have. Go to beauty bar? I've been to beauty bar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That place. Beauty was... bar was there for a while. I saw sweater beats there. I've seen Mayor Hawthorne there. I've seen a, quite a few people there, and that space got closed or whatever i don't know what the story is um but they never charged cover i don't know i don't remember them charging cover i don't know no they never did now it's we all scream which is like a um ice cream themed restaurant i can't fucking put this in the podcast now but whatever and uh they are charging fucking twenty dollars it's like what is going on we're on main street that is crazy this space is is crazy around the corner from that are yeah around the corner from that are way better bars and listen i'll pay five dollars to get in i'll pay ten dollars to get in i will not pay twenty dollars to get into a club where i'm going to spend another twenty dollars to get a drink and then another twenty dollars to get another drink so i'm sixty dollars in and i'm not even buzzed we're cheap hoes yeah (laughs) and you know what yeah i don't know i'm just not here for expensive cover at dive bars <laughs> if it's <laughs> no if, if your thing is to be a small bar you can't charge cover to get in girl you can't charge cover to get into a fucking Mm-mm. little house a fucking little uh Mm-mm. drywall honey <laughs> no, please <laughs> not with this you know bathroom what? please clean it up <laughs> you're so funny oh my gosh so have you ever had like a song where you haven't heard it in a long time and then you obsessively listen to it over and over and over again yes of course what song would you say would that be right now it's the yeah you can start okay (laughs) i think mine would be um i because i heard it on in a commercial i was listening to the radio oddly enough and it was on like a commercial and it was the um song by Alice DJ and it's the Do You Think You're Better Off Alone? Do oh, you I think don't... you're better off alone? Did you send me that? You know that song? I don't think so. She's like, talk to me. You sent me a lot of music in the last two days. I know. <laughs> I really like the. Um, I really like "Nice to Me" by Peary and Tommy Villiers. You sent me that, and um, I like you by Tuvalu. I think will grow on me. It's not my favorite, and yeah, I think it's cute because I love her. But <laughs> you love that dirty bitch. <laughs> I do. I love that dirty bitch. I love her so much. Tuvalu was the guest judge on Drag Race, and people were like, "It's your name's not pronounced Tuvalu," and she's like, "No, it's Tuvalu." I'm like, <laughs> "Me? Oh, oh. 
that was me. I was like, who is Tuvalu? (laughs) (laughs) But no, I love her. Her music is so good. Um, I just sent you this song. What is your song? Um, I'm really obsessed with um, Tighten It Up by Drama right now. The turn it up. Oh, yeah. I'm what you're looking for. I'm what you're, you're looking for. You're in love tonight. Do, 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 Obsessed. Do. And, like, I was supposed to go see Jesse so Ware good. yesterday in L.A. for WeHo Pride, but I decided to skip it because we we're making better financial decisions this year. And um, mm-hmm. I was, like, listening to her album yesterday, and I was like, ugh, I love Freak Me Now still. And she performed it. I saw videos. Um, is it on YouTube? Is what on YouTube? Oh, uh, no, it's on her Instagram. Her performance. <laughs> oh. Yeah, just where. Man. Oh, oh yeah, I don't know the song. Better Off Alone. I don't know that one. Really? That's like classic 90s techno. Really? I feel like they used to play it in the um in the skating rink. Like in uh what skating rink is in Vegas? Caesar's Palace. Oh. Did you ever go skating? Not at Caesar's Palace, at Fiesta. Or Crystal Palace. <laughs> Crystal Palace, not Caesar's Palace. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm dead. Somebody's palace. (laughs) Girl, Crystal Palace Palace is closed, honey. (laughs) Girl, I'm pretty sure it closed. I'm pretty sure it's done. No, didn't. Um, what's that fighter? Mike Tyson. He like uh, bought it or something. Not Mike Tyson. <laughs> uh, the other guy. Not me googling Crystal Castles. <laughs> See, <laughs> I love Crystal Palace. Me too. Let's see. <laughs> Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather bought it. He bought the ring for four point five million and renamed it to Crystal Palace Skating Rink. As Skate Rock City. Is it open though? Because I'm pretty sure it's like not open while it's like he like bought it like when it closed or something. No, he bought it and then renamed it Skate Rock City. So it's still open. Oh, it is open, but it's still called Crystal Palace on the website. No, it's called Skate Rock City. Skate Rock City. Oh, is it already started? Oh yeah, Skate Rock City has the pal the website. Ooh. Ah, ah. Is this a blow video by Beyonce? Can you eat my skate? Is this so the sweetest funny. in the middle? Yes. I did not know Crystal Crystal Palace got bought out, child. Yes. Come on, gentrification. You were so funny. Ah! This is really cute, actually. <clears throat> but Wait, yeah, are we so, about <laughs> I don't know why we started talking about Crystal, Crystal Palace. Palace. 
<laughs> for like 20 minutes i'm dead <laughs> Um, I mean, if you don't know what Crystal Palace is in Vegas, we like grew up like going to this little. I saw, um, I saw what is that band? Travis McCoy. Travis McCoy. Oh, um, Gym Class Heroes. Gym Class Heroes. Yeah, Gym Class Heroes. I saw them there at Crystal Palace. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. But what is your song? Well, I said mine. Um, I've really been loving the fucking Summer Walker thing. Like, oh, I just, yeah. I just love the Queens. We were talking about this. I feel like you taught, you listen to more like male artists, and I tend to listen to more female yeah. artists. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I hate men. <laughs> but you've been like, <laughs> you've been, you're the one who's kind of got me into female artists because growing up, listening to music I always was listening to like bands and it was like very rare for me to listen to like a female artist like if I was it was um is it Haley Williams from really uh, Paramore from uh Paramore yeah so it's like oh my gosh it's a female lead in the band so I like really grew up listening to bands and then when my parents would listen to music, it would be like soulful music, and it'd usually be like a group of like five men, or like Marvin Gaye or um, Louis Armstrong. Let's or, get it out. Uh, <laughs> or uh, what's his name? Uh, Barry White, that type of stuff. So really, I did not listen to any of them growing yeah. up. I definitely feel like I gravitated, what? or maybe I just had more female artists around me growing up like that were played even in peru i feel like i don't remember the male artists a lot i only remember like the female artists Mm. and i'm like i wonder why i didn't start getting into um yeah i didn't start getting into like like of course i love jan and like beyonce and all of them but i feel like i didn't really start getting into them into them until i was like in high school getting into Beyonce and um, Janet Jackson and the Spice Girls. Mm. Uh, Can I be controversial yet brave? Who else? Huh? <laughs> ha! Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no. I don't think the Spice Girls are that Controversial good. yet brave. I'm going to log out. <laughs> I'm logging out. Goodbye. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just don't like it that much. I also got into them very late. What don't you like about them? I don't know. I just don't know. I just really don't enjoy their music. I think they're cute. I love the different, like, aesthetic vibes. I just, I cannot say I like any other songs. I'm sorry especially what i want like i don't want to just hear that you know i can't sure it's it's cute at the party but i'm not in the car listening to the spice girls i don't think they're that good there are bands there are bands from that time era that sound like them that i would listen to they are just not one of them That's so crazy how you're like, I would not turn that on just driving down the street listening. Like, I don't know how people do that. Would you do do that? that. I turn on their album. I listen to the Star Star Girls, the Spice Girls album, like, 
like just I, casually. I will never okay. forget. Yes, yeah, I will never forget. The Spice Girls came out when I was like in fourth grade, like fourth or well, I not came out, but I started listening to the Spice Girls in like fourth fifth grade, and I used to have all their dolls, especially like Scary Spice's doll. And my sister and I loved them. And you literally just said Spice you weren't World. into the Spice Girls, so you were in high school. <laughs> I did say that, but that was not true. <laughs> Wait. I do have Spice Girls. <laughs> you literally just said that. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm that was bad. actually not true. Because now <laughs> I'm thinking about it, I'm remembering... I'm literally thinking about it now. No, I, I know. Around 1999 was where their big time was, so that makes sense. That yeah. you just like saw them growing um, up. I think for me it was the yeah. Cheetah Girls. Maybe I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not the Cheetah Girls. I don't know. I didn't really have <laughs> Cheetah Sister. Listen, guys, I had a very different experience in the '90s, kids, because my '90s were in Peru, so I had a very yeah, different like true. musical experience than a lot of Americans. Yeah. And yes, I did have a lot of American artists that I liked, but just not all of them because we didn't get all of them but also because i just didn't like (laughs) i don't know i don't know (laughs) and then when i moved here that was when i heard about the spice girls and i was like okay well maybe i'm it's just too modern now i don't know Hmm. okay do you want to talk about um tina turner no Okay, <laughs> I didn't think so. No, I I I started. I did a day where I just like listened to her music. Aww. Oh, I love Private Dancer. Just the way she breathes in that song. That is such a good song. Just like the, and then the that music starts. I'm like, how? Who thinks of like that? And then the just a bass yeah. solo in that. Ugh. Yeah. Tina Turner was ahead of her time. Like, her music is insane. She was so smart. I was like, how was so is this smart. from so long ago? This is insane. I know. I know. And to think that, like, she wasn't, she considered herself, so I saw this on um, a video. She didn't consider herself, like, an American artist. She said that she was more popular in the UK. And that's why she renounced really? her US res- citizenship and moved to Switzerland. Because she was like, I'm a mega superstar in Europe. Yeah. And that's why she was, like, over it, did more things in Europe than she did in the US. Because she was more popular over there. She was, like, the that's Michael cool. Jackson in europe so well michael jackson was popular everywhere but no yeah how he's popular in america that's actually a low-key so. smart move i mean it's got to be tough to be like a woman in the american you know music industry at mm-hmm. those times so yeah and definitely mm-hmm. like i think the uk often has a little bit more of a interest in music and their mainstream music tends to be very good and often just ahead of their time Mm -hmm. like the beatles came from there like uk has come out with probably some of the best music or has blown up the biggest music like main meaning put Mm -hmm. in their mainstream media the like of the world like sting the police you know like 
these are big mm -hmm. artists that just come from there and it's it's always been really music driven there so hey i think she retired there too right good for her yeah she <sighs> retired in switzerland i, I know Turner. okay yeah okay so we, we are going to close out our podcast with who have you been listening to or leaving leave us with some sprinkles of joy of what artists you have been filling your ears with. <laughs> <laughs> oh you said sprinkles of joy <laughs> With fart noises? You're such a child. Welcome to What Have You Been Listening To? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to say Adana Duru, I love you. Um, she, if you don't know, Adana Duru is that funny-ass girl on TikTok that's like, she just goes, music in the white clubs. It's like, all my life I've been dreaming people like just like she'll transition i know i've sent you the meme she's so fucking funny i didn't even do it right she just she's the funniest tiktok girly and then her music is fucking popping i love the song pop i don't have a tiktok i don't have a tiktok either but sh her shit gets on instagram um i love stay in okay. i love you're a bitch just listen to the nappy hour ep um you should listen to the new little dragon song gold very good it's really good you should listen to uh falamo always listen to french artists falamo listen to falamo i'm pretty sure i'm saying that wrong and yeah those are my three is that flamore is that what is it is it not flamore f-l-a-m-o-u-r flamore no it's french so it's probably like enunciated so it's falamo but it's probably like falame which like I can't fucking do it right, so I just say Falamo. <laughs> French artists are hard for me, but because I love so many. Yeah, yeah, Falamo gives it to me every time. Period. That's my daddy. <laughs> You're so funny. Okay, so let's go to my list. Um, as usual, it's gonna be chaotic. <laughs> oh my god as oh usual bitch we got one episode <laughs> she's pre-facing <laughs> oh my gosh so uh i went back to i went back to two two people i really like foster the people oh. i went on a foster the people kind of road i don't know why i've just been listening to them a lot lately Which and then album? i found this artist named um their helena album is it or the Helena one where it's B. like torches. Yeah, or the the, the, the touches torches. The white cover. The white cover. Yeah, the torches. Yeah. Yeah, love that album. Anyway, sorry. Um, and then I didn't know. I actually didn't know that they made um a song with Poolside when the one that I sent that to you. I'd never <sighs> heard that before. That was my first time. Really? Oh wow. Yeah, and then. Also, the Dead Mouse song that they had. Yeah, that was a crazy The Hyperlandia collab. song. I never heard that one either. I mean, the Poolside yeah. one came out in 2021, so. Yeah. That one was really good. Um, then I found this artist named Ray Laurel. And I think I'm saying his last name wrong because he's. There's like a tilde over the E. 
So how do you say that? L-A-U-R-E-L? Wait, spell it again. L-A-U-R-E-L, but there's like a tilde over the E. Is that how you say it? A tilde? I don't even know what you're saying to me right now. L A U R E L. Yeah, and there's like that little mark over the E. Oh, I don't even know. That's L'Oreal artist. L- I think it's just Laurel. <laughs> Laurel? Okay. Or Laurel. Okay, well, I've. Laurel. Laurel. But I've. But I've been listening to this artist named Ray Laurel, and I really like his stuff. He has a, um, what? <laughs> Miles will mispronounce the artist's name. <laughs> I tried. I tried. It's fine. It's Don't funny. I, I try not to crack the whole time, but I just couldn't hold it in. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) He has a song called Charles Jeffrey and a song called Temptress, and I really, really like it. Uh, Another another one that I kind of ventured into, I'm not sure how I got here, but hey, that should be a song, that should be an album name. I'm not sure how I got here. Child, that was me last night. I'm just kidding. I'm I'm gonna get a shirt that says I'm not sure how I got here. Here she go. But anyways, <laughs> uh, but anyways, I stumbled upon um, Bad Bad Not Good, their <gasps> jazz album. Oh my god! That they came out with so that it's called Three. It's the Roman numeral three, and it came out in 2014. It's their jazz album. Yeah. When I tell you, I was so happy when I found this. I really? I don't know what led me to this album, but I'd never heard it before. And I was so intrigued. It made me so happy because I love a good jazz album. The way I love Bad so Bad good. Not Good. I just love all, I know. all of them all the time. And it's like five white boys. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just love them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to see me dancing with somebody. That was beautiful. It's gorgeous. I'm dead. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed us talking about whatever the fuck we want to do. And uh, come back and listen to us talk about whatever we want again next time. Who knows? Yeah, um, if your clinician gives you just a shit ton of condoms, (laughs) you know... They probably are calling you slutty, but just be grateful because that's, you know, that's a lot of money. Yes. And get tested. Okay, bye. And use them. Okay, bye.